Good afternoon, everybody. We are back here on Mining Stock Daily with another company and corporate update. Happy to welcome another sponsor of the show. That's Contact Gold and their CEO, Mr. Matthew Lennox King. Contact Gold trades on the TSX Venture with C and on the OTCQB in the U.S. with CGOL. Hey, Matt, it's good to have you back on. Uh, great to be here. Thank you very much. You got a little uh, pep in your step this morning. I'd say that's I'd say that's fair. Yes, yes, we do. Um, uh, as we were just chatting about offline, yet yeah, we closed our uh, financing yesterday, so it was fourteen point seven seven million Canadian um, raised. Uh, Cormark was the underwriter on that. And it was a prospectus offering uh, both sides of the border, um, and that's really key. One. You know, as an exploration company, you always want to have a strong treasury to, to support your exploration. And, and we're definitely excited about that. Um, and then the other aspect, uh, in conjunction with the financing, um, we also uh, redeemed or got rid of the preferred shares, uh, which were held by Waterton, um, so our largest shareholder. So we're paying them $5 million in cash and then converting the balance of those prefs into common stock. Um, so at the end of the day, um, you could say we have a normalized cap structure, a hard reset, a second IPO, whatever you uh, want to call it. Uh, and Waterton will now own about 41 and just over 41 and a half percent of issued and outstanding, um, which isn't too what too different to what they owned uh, three years ago uh, out of the gate. Uh, just the, the preferred shares are gone in this instance. So, yeah, definitely a big couple days. Um and then on the heels of that, um, this morning we announced that we've added a second drill to our Green Springs project um, and done some new claim staking as well. So we're we're excited, we're active, we're um, we're looking to do some great things. Yeah, let's let's run with this idea that you mentioned there, Matt, about like the Great Reset of Contact Gold. Uh, you know, the, the the company hasn't necessarily performed as well as a lot of other companies within this market and this bull market and exploration market lately. I think there's what you just described maybe is a catalyst to reverse that a little bit. But, uh, you know, why why do you call it the reset with the, the reset of contact gold in Green Springs? Yeah, it's a great question. And you certainly... You know, we we haven't enjoyed all the upside that, that a lot of other companies have over the last three or four months. Um, you know, that said, we did trade up to sort of three times our market value uh, that we hit in uh, in late March. Most companies have done that. Um, but effectively, what we'd seen over the last 12 months or so, maybe even 18 months at contact was that the preferred shares um, were becoming, uh, I'd say, increasingly becoming a barrier to investment in the company. So people saw them. They didn't necessarily like that Waterton had these two classes of shares. Um, and you know, the, the message over and over from uh, both strategics, but specifically institutional investors, was, look, we like the projects. We love the team. Uh, we really like Nevada. But unless you're able to resolve that preferred share structure, um, we're going to sit on the sidelines. So we've spent a huge amount of time over the last six months, 12 months, even uh, working with Waterton to, to find a way out. Um, and the fact that we've now been able to eliminate them, uh, the preferred shares that is, you know, we've brought in a number 
of uh, new institutional investors into the story who, who are genuinely excited uh, about what we're doing in Nevada, specifically Green Springs. Um, and a hand, handful of those um, are also still very excited about Pony Creek and what that has to offer. Oh yeah, absolutely. So a couple of weeks ago during Beaver Creek, it's funny because things are awfully quiet here on the podcast because most of the companies had meeting after meeting after meeting. Yeah. And I noticed on the last few days of trading that week, there was a lot of buying coming into contact gold. Mm -hmm. So I assume that you had some pretty good conversations during that Beaver Creek conference. I would say we did, you know, in spite of the online format, in spite of the fact that we hadn't yet closed the offering or the financing, but we're on the cusp of it. Uh, like Chris Penn and Pete and I were very busy that week. We had you know, sort of a continuous run of meetings from start to finish all three days. Um, and I think people are genuinely excited for call it the new contact, the reset of contact. Um, no, it was, it was, I mean, it's always a good format. Um, mm -hmm. obviously a lot nicer to be up, uh, at Beaver Creek itself, but you know, the <laughs> online format worked well and, and you're right. Like we, we certainly saw an uptick in volume, uh, at the end of that week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it was, it was really good to see you as kind of a breath of fresh air. Uh, to see that movement. Um, let's talk about some of the uh, exploration news, the updates out of the company that was uh, mentioned this morning in your press release. Uh, it's This is interesting. Uh, you have one reverse circulation drill on site at Green Springs. You're bringing in a core rig. Tell us why a core rig. For sure. So Green Springs, you know, we'll call it a legacy project. You know, it's, it's been around in one way or another since really the mid-1980s. Um, and like a lot of Nevada projects, um, it has seen quite a lot of drilling over the years. Um, so as of today, we're somewhere around, and this is including all the historical drill holes uh, that we have data for, over 600 drill holes. And the core hole that we're currently drilling uh, as we speak is the very first core hole ever drilled at Green Springs. Um, and so really the rationale here is twofold. One, like we, as you know, we, we put a huge emphasis on the geology, the science uh, of exploration and drilling core just gives you so much more information in the subsurface when you're exploring. Um, so that's really key for us to better understand, better target and ultimately have a better, more successful project. Um, and then the other is that with the, amount of um uh just trying to think how to put it brecciation um subterranean cavern underground caverns and the rest of it due to all the alteration and, and hydrothermal fluids circulating around at green springs um to get down to our pilot shale target so the call it the home run target beneath the mine trend you really need a core drill to do that effectively yeah so not only are we getting better bet, more and better information we're also going to test um, what we think is the most exciting target with that with that core drill. Uh, so, have you have you shared any of this historic data, previous drill historic drill data with the market? And what were if you haven't, can you share? I, I know they're probably not you know 
<laughs> technically, uh, you, you can't make the comparison right now because maybe they were done such a long time ago. But we're, what were some of those results and what do you think you're going after with this core rig? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if we think of certainly the, the near surface stuff at, uh, at Green Springs, um, the historic numbers that we've seen in, in all that data we have, um, they're really in line with what we drilled uh, last October. Okay. And released this January. So you're looking at grades typically between a gram all the way up to five grams uh, per ton of gold. Um, thicknesses from around 20 meters uh, up to as thick as 70 meters. And then well oxidized. So really good, uh, both visual uh, confirmation of that, but also cyanide solubility uh, or cyanide soluble gold as well. Um, and that's all in the near surface. And that's hosted in two units. So the Chainman Shale which is the more widespread host unit and then the pilot shale which let's call it that's the developing um the, the target that we're working on developing uh on mm-hmm. mine trend so um along that mine trend there were nine widely spaced rc holes that barely touched the top of that pilot shale so really like we're we're in some ways into uncharted territories here with uh, with what we're targeting at depth with the core drill Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, back in January and February this year, there were reverse circulation results. I mean, awesome intervals, you know, 2.3 grams per ton oxide gold over 70 meters. Yeah. Uh, you are currently um, about 75 meters north of that hole right now, uh, I assume with the core with the core rig? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So looking to extend upon that, plus you had a number of other hits you know, other targets, echo zone, uh, the Zulu targets. Uh, I mean, this is exceptional grade. It, it really is. Um, it really is. It, it gives us a great starting point. Um, and the fact that it's all shallow, um, and you know, there, there are, so you have the pilot shale target beneath the mine trend, which, re, which has not been tested. Uh, and then we also have the Tango, Whiskey, and Fox targets, which are quite a bit to the east of the mine trend. They've never been drilled. They have big geochemical footprints as far as soil samples. They have really nice alteration at the surface. They have you know, greater than a gram per ton rock samples associated with them. Um, and that's where we're hopeful in this year's program that we can get out and actually replicate what we've seen along the mine trend at Alpha, at Bravo, uh, in these new target areas. So uh, it's, it's exciting. And, and definitely when you're, when you're talking about oxide grades north of a gram, um, it's reason to be excited. Uh, my next question I'm going to throw at you, and uh, I wasn't really planning on this, but I, I was <laughs> reminiscing about uh, a video I had seen, I think it was last week, and actually – after watching this video, I immediately thought of you and Contact Gold. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be a very forward-looking question. Sure. Um, your neighbors, Fiore Gold, have made it perfectly known that they are looking for expansion opportunities to make a bigger company. Do you think they're watching you pretty dang closely right now at Green Springs? Uh, good question. Um, and obviously a hard one to answer. 
um, without getting too far out over the skis, as one would say. Sure. Um, so we, we have a good dialogue with Fiore. Um, Tim Mormon and I know each other quite well. Um, the, the geology of the pan mine and the geology of the gold rock deposit are pretty similar to what we see at Green Springs as far as host units, style of mineralization, all the rest of it. Um, so we do, we do have a pretty good dialogue back and forth. Um, so we're pretty aware of what they're doing. They're pretty aware of what we're doing, but, um, I would say that at, at the moment it, it's neighbors being neighborly and, and, um, yeah. sort of share, sharing that high level, uh, geologic thinking to, to help each other out. Um, are there similarities, similarities and continuity between the two um, geologically? Yeah, for sure, for sure. In that, you know, the mineralization at Pan and Gold Rock is hosted either in the Pilot Shale that we're targeting at Green Springs or the Chainman Shale, um, and same at Gold Rock. Um, so yeah, there, there are there are definitely similarities as far as as the geology of the deposits, how you might go about exploiting them, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, Would it could it be argued that uh, Green Springs maybe has a bit higher grade? than what they're doing at the pan mine? As far as what we've seen to date in the drilling, um, yes. Um, but obviously, as you, as you get more advanced and um, start to wrap resource estimates and geostatistics geos and everything around it, that that could come down. But yeah, certainly, like pan, pan fundamentally at the moment is a, a low-grade deposit at 0.4 and a bit grams per tonne. Uh, let's, uh, walk away from Green Springs. I know I put you out the spot there, uh, but it just, it made perfect good sense to watch Tim in this video talk about the strategy of Fiore and then think of, you know, contact gold and Green Springs because it just, they're right next to each other. Um, tell us about Pony Creek. What, uh, what's going on at Pony Creek right now? Yeah. So Pony, um, biggest development there is the plan of operations. And I know we talked about that and maybe in our last conversation or, or the one prior to that. So that's really key in that, you know, just like at Green Springs, Pony Creek has large scale, exciting, really compelling exploration targets uh, at surface supported by multiple data sets. And it, over the last uh, three years, we just haven't had the permit room or the permits necessary to get out build the roads to those targets and ultimately test them with the drill. Um, so that plan of operations is, is really key for us. Um, we are gearing up and planning for um, a mid to late October program there. And that'll be not to do more of the same at Pony, Pony Creek, but to get out and test targets like Elliott Dome, which is the northernmost part of Pony. It's completely surrounded by gold standard ventures. Um, so testing Elliott Dome and Mustang, um, which is a kilometer of over two kilometers, uh, sorry, a target of over two kilometers strike length, uh, and test those for the first time, which we, th we think is an excellent opportunity to uh, make some new discoveries um, and ultimately um, kind of recatalyze Pony Creek. Um, Pony has delivered some very high grades uh, as far as oxide over some big widths, um, up to nearly 100 meters of oxide in the near surface. And, and I think uh, I think people have tended to forget that because we haven't been as active at Pony for the last 12 months. Yeah. 
so what's what's coming up next for Contact Gold Matter? Drill results eminent at some point? Yeah, they are. So if we look at Green Springs uh, specifically, we are nine holes into the program so far. Um, and those are at the Echo Zone, Zulu Target, and drilling beneath the Charlie Pit or the Sea Pit, um, as it was called in the old days. Mm-hmm. So we should start to see uh, results here before too long. Uh, the first batch of holes went into the lab in Reno the week before last. Um, so we, we should be getting close to first results here pretty quick. Um, right. Really, it's, it's continued drilling at Green Springs. Um, both, uh, call it your classic step-out drilling, but also you know, drilling for that pilot shale target beneath the mine trend. Um, and then starting uh, in the in the coming months to get out to some of those greenfields targets uh, in the east, mix in a little bit of uh, Pony Creek discovery drilling, and uh, like we'll we'll be very active throughout the fourth quarter, uh, and definitely from a news perspective, uh, well into uh, into Q1 of twenty uh, one. Very good. Well, I am excited to share that news as it comes out. I know we're starting to see a lot of drill results come out this week, which people have been patiently waiting on mm-hmm. because the assay labs are very, it sounds like they're very far behind. Um, but uh, thanks so much for that, Matt. appreciate it. Anytime. Always a pleasure to chat. And uh, we're, we're, really, we're really looking forward to this uh, coming few months. As I am as well, as I am a shareholder of the company and Contact Gold is a sponsor. Uh, That is Matthew Lennox King, the always intelligent, always well-spoken, always dapper CEO of Contact Gold. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you, buddy. Anytime. Thank you, Trevor.